You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Total Liverpool podcast. Three-man lineup today, just myself, Adam and Simo. Deej is not here. He's unfortunately had to drop out. A bit like the three Liverpool players from Brazil. Lads, <laughs> obviously it's been all over the internet that the Brazilians contingent, not just from Liverpool, but from all Premier League sides who weren't allowed to attend um, the Brazil game have been banned by FIFA. And... It's obviously caused a bit of controversy. Adam, what are your thoughts on the matter? Um, for me, I, I'm, I'm struggling to figure out like whose who's fault this is. Like, is it the Premier Leagues for not cooperating properly? Is it you know the Brazilian FAs? It just it just seems like a bit of a a bit of like a cluster fuck, really. Like, I I, I can't really figure out whose fault it is, but. Look, it's it, it's shambolic when you put it in the sense of these players have essentially, you know, obeyed COVID rules or, or tried to be as COVID safe as possible by not traveling to a red, a red country. Yet they're the ones being punished, and it's even yeah, more say, like it's, it's not even the fault more of the like, yeah, it's, it, mate, it's even more outrageous that you know Rich Arlison's going to be allowed to play because he's got like, a good relationship with the Brazilian like FA like what the <laughs> what is that about like, yeah. it just shows you how corrupt it all is like, it, honestly it's outrageous the entire thing but like I said I'm not quite sure whose who's fault it is so I think pointing fingers is maybe a bit a bit silly at this point but yeah it's, it's, it's all ridiculous mate FIFA mate it's always FIFA's fault so mate, what are your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's anybody's fault, but Alison, Fabinho, or Firmino's fault. I mean, they're just they're they're players. They're just kind of doing what they're told. I mean, it's, it blows. I don't really know what to say about. I mean, I can't believe we're in this situation in this day and age. We're just mm. common sense. It's just completely out the window. I don't understand how we've ended up in a situation where we could play. I mean, we just happen to be a team that has such a an importance on our South American talent, but. The spine of our team, <laughs> yeah, is, is is put together by those three Brazilians. Where we want to play um, a difficult side, which we are going to do this weekend on Sunday when we go to Leeds. Um, 
even though like Leeds are hit and miss, they're sometimes a world class, sometimes they're just like defensively symbolic. We don't know what Leeds we're going to get. We could be having that world class when we drop points, which also would be ideal for us. So yeah, it's, it's hugely disappointing. It's hugely disappointing. Man. Yeah, the last the last thing you sort of want before any game, especially like you said, some of a Leeds team which is so good going forward when they want to be, is losing. You know, the best goalkeeper in the world, the best defensive midfielder in the world, and one of the best strikers in the world. I mean, it's it's probably the last thing you want to be doing. But you know, it is Leeds at the weekend. It's going to be a tough, tough game. The new Dan James is potentially, I think, going to start for them. Adam, what do you think is going to happen? What are you expecting from the the Leeds game? Um, look, I mean, I know, I, we all we all know what to expect from Leeds at this point. They're going to come out, you know, they're going to try and play football. They're going to try and you know go toe to toe with us. Mm. Um, I think usually that would bode well for us, just in the sense of you know Leeds tend to get beaten by the better better, better teams when they do try to go toe to toe to them. Um, evidence shown uh, literally against Manchester United a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I just, I do worry slightly with, you know, if there's definitely no way of this being reversed and, and Alisson, uh, Fabinho, and for, I don't know if Fabinho would have played anyway because of his injury, but uh, mm. definitely Alisson and Fabinho, if, if they're out, Leeds can get at us. I think they can cause us problems. Ultimately, I think the, the squad is still strong enough to win the game. I think we will win the game. Um, yeah. But I think it definitely becomes a lot harder um, and therefore probably a much closer scoreline than, than maybe it otherwise would have been. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you, mate. I think I think the, the big one is, is who's going to start in goal. I've seen, obviously, a lot of people are saying Kelleher. He's, I think, the number two think now. I think Klopp's stated that he's the number two. I think he should start as well. He, he didn't do anything wrong last season when he came in. And a lot of people are saying Adrian Simo. Who would you who would you pick uh, in goal and why? Uh, I'd probably go for Keller here. Um, even though Adrian uh, uh, has you know had some really great games for Liverpool and, and been hugely important, especially in the um, the title winning season where Alisson was injured at the start of it, I thought he played a big role in uh, keeping us mm-hmm. uh, keeping the momentum going. Uh, where we had, I believe, in that season we, we started the first three games without changing a player uh, on the <laughs> on the team sheet. Um, Adrian being one of them. I mean, yeah, but I, I, the last performances I've seen, maybe the last two or three performances I've seen from Adrian, just just not been really good enough at all. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, young Kelleher's the way to go. I mean, it's a problem for us because we don't really have a Premier League experienced keeper that's still probably able to do the job. I mean, I just I can't I can't I can't be convinced by Adrian's last performances to 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 give him. I mean, you may as well go with Kelleher in my opinion, but yeah, but. This is this this is ridiculous. We shouldn't even be in this situation, in my opinion. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, mate. We we shouldn't be in this situation. And I think it just it just screams to me of the club versus country divide starting all over again. And, and it's baffling. It's baffling for me. Um, Adam, who would would you start, Kelleher? Or would you, you go with experience of Adrian? I'd I'd start Kelleher personally. Um, I think I think you both have pretty much put the nail on the head. Um, Kelleher was. Look, he wasn't faultless. He had a, a couple mistakes in him, but for the most part, he was pretty solid um, for for mm. when he has come in. And obviously, you know, hence, you know, seen by Jurgen Klopp as well, making him uh, the official number two from from the back end of last season. Um, mm. For me, Adrian, it's it's a difficult one. Obviously, he has the experience, but he's, there's just there's just too many mistakes in him for me. Um, yeah, we've seen it countless times now. Like especially in in big games as well. Like I always look back to the uh, Atletico Madrid game in the Champions League, 
where we'd literally yeah. turn the tire around with the Firmino goal and extra time and and Adrian just sort of throws it away. Um and and I think I think for me we're we're in a position with this league now where any dropped points is like it's almost like the title race is over because there's so many teams that are <laughs> like so genuinely tight. like you're looking at your, your Chelsea's, your Man City's, even Man United to an extent, and you're thinking they're going to win every single week. So we have to win every single week, and if we don't, you know, we we could yeah. be we could be out of it before Christmas. Um, so it's you know it's something that we you know I think I think we can't afford to to put people in that are prone to mistakes in the way that Adrian is. Can I just add in before we come back to you, Jake? Um, Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily, I don't think, like, Adrian is completely lost, but I just think the system we play, we need a a sweeper keeper um, because of how high our defensive line is. We need a keeper that can fill the the space in between if needed. But, yeah, I mean, if we were just stopping shots and Adrian was distributing off the dead ball, then I think he'd Mm. be fine. But that's that's not what he's going to be asked to do. He's going to be asked to be mobile and around the box and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. that's that's another reason why I probably should have pointed that out. But that's another reason why I would go for Kelleher, who can be still mobile enough to get get into those areas. Yeah, it does make sense in, in that sense. I get that. Uh, just if Adrian does start, I just hope the social media presence that we know is out there that doesn't fucking hound him to death, which it always Little. seems to do every time. <laughs> every time his Little. name is fucking, every time his name is mentioned, it's fucking just carnage, and it really does my head in. Um, but. On to other team news. You know, there was an, a potential knock for Virgil van Dijk and Harvey Elliott on international duty. And as Jurgen Klopp rang Virgil and asked him how he was, and he said he's 200%, he's not 100%, he's 200%, which is good news. So, you know, it's good news that uh, van Dijk and Elliott, and I think Minamino is is fine as well. And obviously, Naby is back from whatever the fuck was happening in Guinea at the time. So it's always good to see. Adam, we'll come to you. <laughs> Who would you be? You're starting eleven for the Leeds game. Ooh. Um okay, so I'd have Kelleher in there. Mm-hmm. The usual sort of back four. Um well the, the, the one we play against well. Chelsea anyway, of of yeah, mm-hmm. Trent Trent uh Matip, Virgil and Robertson. The midfield three is uh, I think I, I go Henderson I th- I, do you know what? I think I might go Henderson, Cater. If Elliot's fit, I'd go Elliot. If not, Oxide chamberlain Because um, for me, that's a really high energetic midfield um, that I think would compete with, uh, with the lead style of play very well and it'd help us control the game, slow it down if we need to, um, but also mm. at the same time keep up with, 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 the, with the pressure and the tempo that they try and set. Yeah. Um, and then the front three, I think, kind of picks itself in in Salah, Jota, and Mane. Yeah, obviously no Firmino. So if the front three is pretty yeah. easy to uh, to line up in that sense, Jemo, what, what would you do with the formation if you were Jürgen, the team if you were Jurgen Klopp? Yeah, same as Adam. Um, yeah, for me, although what the one change I, I feel like as fit, he should play for me. Um, I, I like that midfield of, of Henderson, Cater, and Elliot. I think it's really, really diverse in, in, in terms of the attributes those three players have got. Um, it's, it's our most attacking midfield, I believe, of mm. our most energetic, like going forward. And I, I just, I love that midfield right now. Um, I love Henderson in the six. It's a shame that we, just, I just feel like we have these two monster DMs um, in terms of, I love Fabinho in the six, I love Henderson in the six. Um, so I, either one of them for me, but I, I believe Henderson gels particularly well with um, Elliot. And Kate, mm. uh, just because 
the way he takes the way he dictates the tempo of the, of the game and the way he directs play the direction of play he chooses to go down and stuff like that, I think um really um exemplifies sort of the, the talents of Elliot and Kater. So that, that would be my ideal lineup. Yeah. I think for me if Elliot's not fit, I think I'd probably throw I'd possibly either Ox or Tiago into that. I think Tiago could offer something different with his range of passing, potentially you know his passing to when leads are high up the pitch, he could catch them out. It's, it's an option, I think, as well. But obviously, definitely that point. Definitely a good point. That yeah, when Le- you know Leeds like to to be high up the pitch and you know, so the fullbacks, and we know how high up the pitch our attackers like to be. And, and if Thiago's on that ball, I think he can cause them some damage. But you know, only time will tell. Jurgen Jurgen knows best at the end of the day, boys. <laughs> he knows the damn sight better than we do. But you know, whatever the team is, we'll get behind it and hopefully get the three points. Adam, what is your prediction for the score this weekend? Ooh, I'm gonna say two. Oh, yeah, two one Liverpool. Two one Liverpool. Yeah. Simo, who? What is your prediction? Three one Liverpool. Three one Liverpool. I'm with Adam. I think two one. I was. I was all men and I think all it's gonna in be quite a, I think it's gonna be a close one. I do think it's gonna be a close game. But like you say, we know our Leeds play. But I just want to ask before we sort of wrap up, who, who's your who's your threat from Leeds? Who's your biggest threat? Who's someone that, that Liverpool will be looking at and, and really sort of wanting to stop? Adam, we'll start with you. Well, I think before the the Brazilian mess sort of came out, I think you'd probably be looking at Rafinha. Um, yeah. He's he's sort of leaves the outlet for, for most of their attacking play. I think he's a level above any other winger they've got, and that's including Dan James. Um, since they brought him in, um, look, Bamford is Bamford playing? I think so. Yeah, probably will be. Look, yeah. we, look we know he's the he, he he's a goal scorer. He's somebody that's you know we we saw it last season. He's he's he now sort of coming into that bracket of of one of those just reliable strikers. You know that they'll get goals. Um, I, I think he's dangerous. I think they've got a few dangerous players. Like again. Calvin Phillips, he played a lot of minutes for England in the two friendlies. So whether that yeah. takes a toll on his fitness, we don't know. Hopefully, um, he, it does. he did. Yeah, he, he did play very well again in both games. Um, I, th- I think I think there's a few that we could look at, but I don't. I, I still I, I don't think even with the players missing that we do have that it should be enough to 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 really really concern us. Um, as like I said, for me, their best player in Rafinha is is also out. Simo, same question to you. They have they have a fantastic forward line. Um, Leeds, uh, Bamford, Jack Harrison, uh, Rafinha as well, Rodrigo, um, mm-hmm. Dan James as well. I think we're going to see a different Dan James at Leeds. Um, Bielsa doesn't tend to get any sort of player through the door that he doesn't want. He has a lot, a lot of control over the, the transfers at Leeds. And um, if there's a there's a reason he wants Dan James, and I think. It's a, it's a great opportunity for Dan James. He obviously never got the move when he was at Swansea to Leeds. It fell through at the last minute. Um, and now Bielsa's got his man. Um, now he's not he's not going he's not just one of many at Manchester United now. He's going to be working in a small squad. Bielsa likes to keep a very, very small, um, intensely fit squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think if Bielsa just has this tremendous track record of developing players, probably better than almost every coach on the planet. You'd be hard-pressed to think a coach that develops players as much as... Marcel Bielsa, Jurgen Klopp's obviously another, player, another coach that develops players very well. But Bielsa just, he is really, really like, a look Aylin, whose career was in a downward trajectory to have a, an immediate upturn. Patrick Bamford, who just Bamford. couldn't find a place wherever he set, um, settled in. Um, he was on loan at seven different clubs, I think, to eventually, like, you get nailed down at Leeds. And 
yeah, I, I just really, really rate that coach. Um, but a tremendously dangerous front line. We know how good they can be going forward. Um, they take risks. They're brave. They're aggressive. Uh, I've got his one missing Allison because I'm sure we're going to we're going to face some shots. Um, and Kelleher yeah. needs to be up for it. Or Adrian, if if you if you're going to give something or the nod, but obviously I think it will be Kelleher. But you know, it's all up to the coach, isn't it? But yeah, it's a, it's a it's a disappointing one to be missing Allison for me. I, I really I really if I could have him in this game, I, I would really like like to. I agree with you, Simo. I think I think Bielsa's really good at getting that extra percentage out of players. I, I mean, if you'd have said three three years ago Patrick Bamford would be starting for England, I think everyone would have laughed in your face. But Bielsa's turned Patrick Bamford from a, a championship striker to a starter for England. Now, now, you know, it is as simple as that. So if he can get the best out of Dan James, you know, who who knows how good he potentially could be? Adam, what were you going to say, mate? Yeah, I think I was just going to add to the Dan James point. Um, I, I think... I, th- I think he's someone that we definitely have to be wary of, just just due, genuinely due to the fact that you know look, we know Liverpool play a high line. We know at times that can be mm. um, a, a little bit exposed. We saw it a couple of times last season. Um, obviously, when we didn't have the likes of of Virgil, of Gomez, of Matip in the team, it got exposed a little more. Um, but Dan James is somebody that will look to exploit that. I think that's where he had his best games against my, uh, for Man United. Sorry, when he played against teams with a high line, he had some space to run into behind. The only thing that gives me a bit of sort of positivity right now is Bielsa won't have had a lot of time to work with with James. Yeah. And from what I've yeah. seen from him I, with his time at Man United, he's a player that he, he lacks in his final product. Mm. Um, a little similar to to Adama Traore, who's started brilliantly this season, but just hasn't been able to find the back of the net. Um, so I, I think I think Dan James could potentially go on to be a really good player for Leeds, but I just yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be overly concerned. I think we should be should be wary, but I wouldn't be overly mm. concerned just due to the fact that you know we, we've seen him play for for Manchester United against Liverpool. He often gets selected for them against against Liverpool, and 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 he hasn't really been able to make uh, the impact for for which I'm guessing Solskjaer would have liked. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping it will be a similar story on Sunday. Yeah. Here's hoping. Here's hoping our predictions come true, boys. <laughs> we will. But lads, is there anything else to, to add before we wrap up today's pod? Not for me. No more business. No more business. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. And that's our, our preview to the Liverpool versus Leeds game. We'll be back uh, after the game as, as soon as possible with our post-max reaction. Hopefully, these will be back with us. Thank you very much for listening and cheery bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.